Yeah, so dad's day is coming up. I'm moving. My dad's kind of, he. I don't think he thought I was doing it. So he's kind of sad. Um, but I honestly found out that he likes to buy clothes from the same place that I buy Madison, like workout clothes. So I got all these points. So if you're looking for a discount code somewhere and you're looking for maybe, you know, a little discount on something, have you considered the good brand? That's right, folks. Between Two Bears and the good brand, Home Field Apparel, we're back in the mix together. And they got a little Father's Day special we're running for you. As you all know, including myself, Homefield is a premium collegiate apparel brand based in Indy. I'm actually going to be next door neighbors with them soon. Maybe I have to run up on them. So you're probably wondering how to get in on this. You're going to go to homefieldapparel.com. You know, pretty simple stuff. They do have a mobile app that I use. I've lo- I'm have i logged into it. It's tracking me when when I'm when the app's open. No, no other time. I only allow it when I have it open. But it does track me when I'm on it. So, you know, we, there's some agreement there. It's so easy. I got in and out. I, I bought something yesterday. I got in and out in 45 seconds. Listener, easy code, more bears, you know? I don't know where Matt got that audio. He actually, that, that whole audio file is a black box to me. I don't know anything about it. It gets you 15% off. First purchase and any other purchase. Whether it be your first, second, or third, you throw more bears in there, you get paid. My dog gets to eat. So, listener, (laughs) we've come to a critical moment in this ad read. One, it's too long. There's no way you're still here. But we are at a critical moment. Come on. Come on. All right. More bears. I think I can make that happen. All right, we're back in here, gang. Between two bears, we got a new episode for you. Matt's at Disney World right now, so it's just me. It's me, and we got a we got a nice one for you. We got a Baylor legend, Nicholas John Baptiste, in the house tonight. Um, He came through. We talked for like thirty minutes. This dude is one first. He knows Waco food, so if you're interested in learning more Waco food, this guy knows it. Um, second, it sounds like he knows some embarrassing stuff about Matt. So I'm gonna try to get him back in the mix eventually. But, um, yeah, we just kind of hung out for a few minutes. It was my first interview with the player. So be gentle with me. Okay. Be nice. Um, all right. Here it is. It was rainy as hell, bro. Everybody. There was like a, yes. I'm over there. We're we're like (laughs) going crazy. We won seven games. We won six games. We were like, oh my gosh. It's a. I think it was like the first time since like '92 because I remember yes, that was the bro. the whole thing going when I first got there. Because when I first got there, that was it was Guy Morris's last year, um, uh-huh. and then Coach Browns. Oh, seven, in. right? Yeah, and so uh-huh. Coach Browns came in that spring, and so mm-hmm. the whole thing was like, man, we just get to six games, and then once we did that, it's like, all right, we've been talking Big Twelve takeover, Big Twelve takeover. This yeah. is the next step. So my senior year, that was when we kind of relatively got over the hump compared to what it is now it wasn't it was a small feat on the way to the yeah. success we it had felt now, like but. a big deal though bro i remember like we sat i could be wrong i think there was like a three and a half hour rain delay when for we the became, yeah, no, for yes, it was. yes oh, yeah. bro I, was, I remember that because we were sitting in that locker room i'm just like dude when are we gonna get this thing going are we gonna <laughs> the next day because i think it was like a either a 12 o'clock or a two o'clock kick yeah, so, it, it was hot too. It was yeah, hot and, and rainy. So it was nasty. that rain didn't help at all. It was <laughs> humid out there, but yeah, that was a that was a big one. That was a fun one. And then I always like like I have a couple games like that we played in that I just think of like fondly. Like obviously, number one will always be OU in eleven because uh-huh. that was the first time we ever beat them. 
Yes. Um, Texas in 10 and 11. The 1 and 11 is a little bit more fun because I just <laughs> remember them trash, not trash talking, but they were like, we're not going to let Robert win the Heisman on us. They yeah. went for like 350. Bro, he went crazy. And he went crazy immediately. From the yeah, start like the of the game, he like went the crazy. Third play, yes. I think it was either to <laughs> A-Dub or uh, to, to Terrence just yeah. right by, I think it was Quandre Diggs. It's crazy. Like, like, oh, yeah. Did you uh, – this one. Did they let you take anything from Floyd Casey, like when they shut it down? Like, were you able to come back and grab anything? So, that's funny. I, I didn't get anything from Floyd Casey, but the funny thing is, I remember so going into either my, I think it was either my sophomore, junior. So that summer, before I was on, this was before I was on scholarship. I was doing uh, work study, and mm-hmm. so I used to work for Roger Gorey, who used to be a he was a Baylor, uh, he was a big time Baylor football player. Yeah, yeah. And so we used to have to clean out some of the old signage. In there, and I remember oh. that some it wasn't. Now I'm not saying I did anything. I just know that somehow, <laughs> some way, one of my teammates found some signage from from Floyd Casey. This is way before we had decided that we weren't going to use Floyd Casey anymore. But he yeah. had found some of the signage in there and, and took it to his apartment. I didn't help in any way, shape, or form. But oh man, I just remember that like, is crazy. I, like, I saw that in Floyd Casey like about six months ago. With it doing it here. Man, but uh, we may have to bleep out some names because I'm going to be very specific here. I can't, I don't know what the statute of limitations is here, but before they demolished that bad boy, we were in there daily. I mean, I was kind of like couch surfing a little bit my freshman year. So I was like, I didn't have nowhere to be. I had nothing to do. I was a like freshman business major. I wasn't going to class. So I was just like, we were going there and taking all the turf. We were ripping up turf and we were doing all this stuff, bro. We took so much stuff. No, that's that's good. I mean, honestly, (laughs) because if they were going to, Demolish it or do whatever they were going to do yeah. with case. You might as well get some memorabilia while you're there. Man. That, I wanted funny. one of those ice troughs that people used to pee in. That's what I was trying to get my hands <laughs> on, bro. I wanted one of that for the crib. <laughs> oh, man. That's because I was at the, I was at the, 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 the last game in, what was that, 13? The coldest game ever played. Yes. Man. I threw up. I was so cold at that game. I threw up in the bathroom. I, was, I wasn't even drunk. I was just cold. I threw up. <laughs> it at was, that time. I, that's what was crazy because I remember. Like some of the my old teammates were trying to, they were gonna try and drive down from Dallas, but all the I think thirty five was pretty much shut down, or it was mm-hmm. basically like an ice rink. And so I'm sitting up there, just trying to trying to stay as warm as I can, any yeah. way and shape and form I could. But it was that game was crazy, and I was like, I feel like that was that was that was a good send off for Floyd Casey. Yeah, that was that was awesome. The one game I wish I wish I got to go to was was at twelve, the blackout game. I think it was either 12 yes. or 13 against it OU. It was uh, fall of 13 against yeah. OU. It was like November 5th. I bought a T-shirt. I got a free T-shirt at the sub for it that It was like one. a Friday game, pizza. wasn't it? Yes. I still had to go to the sub to get my paper ticket. So I went in there to get it that day, and they have free pizza. So I was tapped in. <laughs> man, that was nuts because I just remember like, man, if they played Saturday, I'm going to get down there. But they played that they played that game Friday, and I just – I watched it, and I just see the sea of black, and I'm like – Oh my goodness. That's got to be one of the coolest atmospheres right now. That's crazy. That was one of the, I haven't been to a louder game than that one. I, I feel like that, that old stadium, it held, I feel like it held sound in a little better because I feel yeah. like the loudest moments there, I haven't heard any. I mean, I haven't been to a ton of stadiums, but like I put that up there with a lot of medium sized stadiums, you know? Oh no, 100%. I would say, like, and I wish I was at the game, but I, even on TV, like yeah. it just sounded like they were, they, they, they captured the atmosphere pretty well in there. 
So. It was crazy. Well, that, so I, I kind of said I didn't have a lot of X's and O's questions, but I do a little bit specifically about those years you were there. Yeah. Um, I just feel like you have such a unique perspective because you, you were there like in 07, right? Like I was there too. Like we, it was very different in 07, right? So you, no, you yeah, left, I, I right? You left in like 11. To... So you've seen it. You've kind of seen everything. So I bet it's yeah, like say, a crazy. I've seen, I've seen the school grow and I've seen the, the city grow yeah. as well. And so like I was sitting there looking, I had to go look back because last time I think I was in Waco was, I think, 19. And mm-hmm. that was when I was at Navarro. So we got some tickets to go to the OU, the, the Baylor OU game. That was when uh, I think we were both like 6-0. and And yeah. was, we were, I think either we were down and then we came back. And then mm-hmm. I think we ended up losing. I think it was 19. I yeah. Say. And so, but um, it's Waco and Baylor are completely different now than what I'm, <laughs> crazy, what I'm used to. That's what I was I, uh, laughing about because you. I saw you talking about the, the gut pack was seven fifty back then. Yes, bro. I said mine used to yes. run up a little bit more because I would get mac and cheese Man. in there. <laughs> I, I, Dude, I you know what? I have always, I, my whole life, I have thought if they would take out those regular Fritos and throw in the chili cheese ones, they can make a billion dollars. That's that's like, a, to that's me, a free I, one I for you, like, gut pack. Was, you listening? <laughs> like honestly, like that's. I mean, Man. A gut pack as as a signature staple. Like to me, if I had to take people to Waco. I, and I always say this: It's like the three places mm-hmm. I would go. I go to George's. I go get me some oh, crazy. Yeah. I get some crazy wings. Get a big um, old, and I I get a, a full size chicken fried steak. So see the <laughs> attempt to finish it. Yes, I go to Vtex. Um, get you a, either you get you a gut pack or a spud pack. Mm-hmm. Some people used to get pulled pork nachos. I was I they were okay. But yeah, I, I'm there for the gut pack. I know what I'm exactly. there for. I'm, when there. I walk I, I'm in, here. You know? I already know what I'm here. You know why I'm here? Exactly. Yes, so, exactly. And then the third place, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe it's underrated. Maybe it's more of a local thing. But Double R was my favorite yes. place. Yes. Double R Burgers was. Double R Burger with the, you get the basket with the tots and you're set. Dude, and they're I'm so big, rude like, to you. Bro, I'm telling you. And I used to work for the city, bro. I Like my job for a few years. It's actually how I met our producer's wife. Um, I used to work for the city of Waco to convince people to stay there. I have like a big Waco tattoo on my arm. I'm like a big Waco guy. Uh, dude, Double R, you sponsored one of my soccer teams once. And we got free burgers Sunday for a whole year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was crazy. That was uh, honestly. And I've and, the coaches probably know this because my weight was fluctuating up and down <laughs> my senior year. That was one of my like that was one of my yes. game rituals. Like that Friday before we got had to go to the hotel, yeah. I go stop by Double R. That was like I love um, that place. Did you ever I, run up on Key Talk Burger? See, I never got a chance to because anytime I drove by there, because I used to go get a haircut down that way anyway. Yeah, um, it always looked closed, and so everybody used to talk about Key Talk, and I'm like. Bro, I'm I'm literally passing by going on the way to, to double R and it's like Bro, I'm telling it you. always look closed and I never do the hours and I could never find out the hours. So I was Bro, like, I, I sleep in a key talk shirt like once a week. <laughs> I'm telling you, they got this okay, so you go in and there's pictures of like it was like People magazine, but they're like old episodes of People magazine in one corner. And uh you would get a double lip locker with cheese, like a double bacon burger with cheese. And they have the on the menu it's called the Oriental Fries. And it's 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 like a they're like crispy shoestring fries, but they're fried and they're like they have like an like an Asian fusion to it. They're delicious, bro. Next time you're in town, I should make them pay me for this. We're gonna have to bleep out all these names because <laughs> this is gold right here. Bro. Say, you could, no free, you could ads, free advertisement bro. from us over here. Um, oh. Did you ever eat at that sandwich spot downtown on no, I never got to another, oh, another spot bro. that I was like, man, I got to go try that place. Like, I was like, when I was in college, <laughs> you know, college student, you're trying to find the cheapest deal. So yeah, there was like a period of time where like, 
we would go to, there's a place right next to where the on the border is right there off mm-hmm. of like, it's Valley Mills and I think Waco Drive. Yeah. And, um, it was called, it literally was called Chinese Kitchen. Oh, I'm like, familiar, brother. I ran up on that Chinese kitchen. The fried, <laughs> they had fried rice, and they would pack it to the brim, and that's a go. But and you yes. would pay like five sixty for it. We yes. used to sit there and 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 go there almost every other day. I was sitting there looking I, off. I was like, <clears throat> so people used to. That's what I'm saying. People were wondering, yeah. how'd you get so big? Like, bro, what are you talking about? I used to Waco has see some how good food in it, bro. People yeah. sleep. I mean, honestly, it's not better than any place, but it's not worse than any place. No. Like, there is some good food no, in Waco. No, we used to go to Paparolo's. I was a, um, bro, I went there after graduation from Baylor. I went to Paparolo's. That was the spot. <laughs> one of my teammates, one of my teammates, our freshman year, we go over there and we're like, we got a, I think we got like a meat lovers. And so a lot of the, the, uh, pep, not the pepperoni, the, Italian sausage have rolled off on some of them. And all you see is, I won't even say his name because <laughs> he would sit there, he would sit there with a, with a, with a fork and just be stabbing at it and stabbing at each one. Yeah. Like, damn, man, is it good? <laughs> like, bro, you're, sitting there, you're about to go crazy on some, on some pieces of Italian sausage. So now nah, Papa Rose was the spot too. I have been there probably 100 times. I love, bro. I Jealous. used to, the, here's the pro tip. I don't think any college students listen to this, but um, you, you what you do, you call in to Papa Rolos and you immediately start driving there. And as soon as you get there, it's ready. They got to drive through. You get it and you're out. You can turn left on Waco Drive right there so easy. Oh, yeah. You're getting in and out of there. And so now it's, that's what just Waco has grown. I, I, that's, like, I know there's like the places, that a couple of places have changed, like, I used to go to the AMC, uh, not the AMC, the the bowling alley off of Waco Drive. Yes, uh, the, the one that was going towards. Uh, what was it called? It was called Waco Lanes, and it was yes. next to Skate Waco. Used to, yes, because <laughs> Sundays, it was either Sundays and I think Wednesdays, they had dollar bowling and dollar beers. Now, obviously, I wasn't drinking beers and stuff like that. I was in yeah. season. I'll see them maybe different, but that, <laughs> like that was my that was kind of my like yeah kind of my um my therapy honestly like when I had felt like I had a bad day or I had a bad game, I used to go hit the, the lanes. Still do it now. If I get, yeah, if I'm man. in a bad mood, I go roll the, I go roll the, uh, Dude, roll the that's stones. the thing. People don't realize about living in Waco in 2007. You could be, you could go anywhere you want. No wait. No one's there. You have the whole place to yourself, bro. I used to go to that bowling alley and every time I would go, I would say, where are all the people? It was like my birthday party. Every time I went, you get the whole place to yourself. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. No, I was going to say that was an awesome. It was crazy. Spot. The only place I ever saw that was packed all the time was either Health camp, basically anything that was on the circle. So health camp yeah. and, and elite, RIP to elite, but RIP to a real one. Yeah, man, that was that was the that was the one I was always like, man, it's always waiting there. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going. Yeah, so. my dad used to work at that circle hardware, that lumber store, like right off the circle. Actually, when I was in school, so I was like losing my keys all the time. So he had like a copy that's that lived at that place, and I would run a fun. I have long felt that people who played defense here when you did got a really raw end of the deal because you had to play the whole damn game, bro. What was that like in practice? Were you like, like, what was it really like? You know, maybe you put a long drive together and you get a stop and then they score in two plays and you're back on the field. What was that like? So in practice, that was, that was rough. And like, but it was good because obviously prepared you for what we were going to see in the game anyway, but it was always funny because like, it was like a well-oiled machine when it came to the student managers. Like the, the, those guys were like, they were always on point. As soon as the ball, as soon as the whistle was blown after the ball was dead, they already had the ball set up. Offense is already there. You're like, you hear Bennett or you hear coach, uh, <laughs> Norwood in the background trying to sit there and, and critique yeah. some stuff. And they're already getting set and trying to get it. So you're like, 
am I supposed to listen to you or am I supposed to get down? Am I yeah. supposed to listen to you? So <laughs> game situations, like, I, and that's why I always laugh at people. Like, yeah, man, we, uh, I played back in those days, back in those 7 to 11 when Robert mm-hmm. was here. And so yeah. uh, we scored a lot of points, didn't have to play too much defense. We get, a, we get two or three stops a game, we're winning by 21 points. Yeah, um, exactly. And so it was a lot of basically two or three play drives. And it was, I mean, I would never be upset about scoring points. So, like, yeah, right. we ended up, <laughs> we ended up putting up a lot of plays on defense. <laughs> so, like, especially my senior year with Coach Bennett. He wasn't a big believer in road, like a rotation when it came mm-hmm. to like the ones and twos. So your starters are playing 70, 70, 65 to 70 snaps, Jeez. which like being That's here crazy. at Montana State, my guys at most <laughs> play, my starters play at most 50. Like now we obviously That's play a different crazy. style of football. Right. It's, yeah, it was, uh, it was fast paced. And so like myself, at least personally, in a game, if we're scoring points and it's like one or two play drive, yeah, you're like, damn, man, slow down. But it's like, <laughs> well, we're up 28 to, to seven. Like, I'm all right, keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Yeah, can y'all run the clock a little bit? Yeah, more, please. Like, we're sitting there, like, all right, <laughs> it's 50, it's 56 to 14 and a half. All right, that must mean I'm gonna get out the game. I must be, you know, sitting the second half. Yeah, no, 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 started still out man. there. I'm like, oh, goodness. So, no, nah, it was, it was a, uh, it was a, I'll tell you, it was a workout. I was probably in, some of the best shape of my oh, life. Oh, I at that can point. only imagine, bro. That I mean, I can't. Um, there's it, no way. And y'all, y'all were moving at big weights. You know, y'all were, you know, y'all were bulked up for the season. Oh that's yeah, crazy. So like, it was, and that's the thing. So like, we had one of the like to me at that point, you, we had one of the best O lines in in the conference, if not the country. We you usually got, did, bro. Like we usually did. Yeah, <laughs> like you're playing against like JD Wallace, and you're playing against Cyril Richardson. You're playing against mm-hmm. Philip Blake. Robert yep. T. Griffin, Big Big Grizz. Yeah. Um, you're playing against um, Danny Watkins. And, like, these guys are playing. They played a couple years like in the league. Like, first-round draft pick. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, we're going against them. And so I'm sitting there trying to sit there and hold on to these 300-pound monstrosities. And then ball's down. As soon as the play is over, I'm looking. Ball's on the other hash. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to hurry up. Man, that's got to stink. I bet man. that. That's probably the worst job in sports that year, man. Oh, that's no. Crazy. And that's what, like <laughs> – it's always funny. Practice is going to go the way the head coach is. If the head coach is an offensive guy, defense is going to have a long day. If the head yeah. coach is a defensive guy, offense is going to have a long day. I've seen both sides. I've been on both sides. And it's always funny because obviously the opposite side is going to complain. I don't think Coach Ben and them were complaining at all. But I know yeah. for me, from personal experience, being with the defensive coach and all that, Navarro, those offensive yeah. coaches used to complain all the time. And uh, so it was funny. It's always, no, but it was good. Bro, Matt has never let me interview a former player by myself before. I have so many questions. Um, okay, let's talk about the special teams, bro. Were they doing any damn thing? Like, were they were they talking about it? Were they what was going on? So at, at, at that point, <laughs> um, so when I was there, that's just funny. Is the the punter at that point was Derek Epperson. He was from Keller. He's uh-huh. still me and him still best friends. He was in my wedding and everything. Like I still oh, talk. Oh yeah. And so. I mean, at practice, he was booting it. I mean, he ended up being an All American uh, yeah. his senior year. Um, but we used to be a punter school. Before yeah, all that's what stuff. I'm saying. It was, we were we were once a, a respectable nation. We were a punter school at one point. And so, um, <laughs> but he was uh, he did his thing in in practice. I can tell you because they usually when we first got there, I think before the indoor, they mm-hmm. used to have to be on the field across from the, the science building. And so they used to oh. be on that intramural field back there. Yeah, they'd have yeah. to go across the street at that point. That's and then so when we were at Floyd Casey, they <laughs> that's were, crazy. It, yeah, when we were at Floyd Casey at that point, it was either he was we were on the practice fields and they were inside on, on the at Floyd Casey, or we were yeah. at Floyd Casey and they were on the practice field. But so we never Dang. got to see him as much. So at that point, 
I think kicker wise, we had Ben Parks, and then it was I think uh, Stork came. I think either my mm-hmm. junior or senior year, Aaron, Aaron yeah. Jones, and so he was good too. He was just he was a good he was a good kicker for us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he but, was great. Yeah, he did. I a used good, to run into him at a karaoke job. bar every now and then. <laughs> I mean, it was that. Hey, I know he was at Scrubs at Wednesday night. At Scrubs, <laughs> used to go down. So yeah, oh, especially yeah. in the off season. And so, um, but yeah, it was. But those guys, specialist wise, it was. They didn't have to do too much, but when they, their number was called, they better be ready. And I think, yeah, I know. Like I still mess with them all the time. I was like, man, it's like. Because he had opportunities to go play in the league, and he was more about, oh, man, I'm worried about getting this MBA. I'm trying to get, you know, yeah. he was an MIS major, and so he's uh-huh. doing IT and stuff like that now, and so he could care less about playing in the league. But, yeah, so specialist-wise, I don't know. They were doing – they were on their own stuff. They were doing their own <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what it looked like too, bro. I thought that a lot of times. That's crazy, man. Well, uh, let me think. I think I have one more. I pulled up a few things because I saw that Matt had actually interviewed you before for like our Daily Bears thing. It was yeah, 2014. Yeah, that, was while, that was a while back. So, you know, a lot has changed since the day this thing was written. But uh I just thought, it, uh, I yeah, I mean, Matt kind of talked about the same thing. Like I went and looked back, you know, games you played in and stuff. And you, I think you're the only person to go 3-0 and in bowl games here. I don't think you've ever been no, a part of a I team did that lost a bowl. Oh, so I, oh was it, the, it was the Illinois one, wasn't it, yes, right? Yes, because I didn't yes, play in okay. that game. That was the one okay. game. So I think I... I think I ended up 50 games total, but I'd only played in 49. That was the one game, the Texas Bowl. So the practice before we were getting ready to leave to go down to Houston, I get hurt. I sprained my MCL. And so I didn't get to play in that game. Um, That one was tough just because having to watch Mikel LaShore do his thing against us. And um, Kali, I think Nathan Shieldhouse, I think he's a Mm -hmm. coach now too. He sat there. That was a quarterback for them at that yeah. point. I remember it was like fourth down, and they were up already like 21. And he mm-hmm. ran that naked boot, and he scores. I was like, oh, yeah. that was a rough day. But honestly, that that kind of that kind of got the got that offseason going. We were like, no, nah, yeah. we're not going out. Yeah, like I was reading. It was like you said everyone in the next bowl game came in like a little more tapped oh, yeah. in. That, and, both oh, yeah, games, and we all went crazy. We all went oh, yeah. crazy was, against Washington. That was good. That was good. And huh, you say crazy, <laughs> but we, we didn't play too much defense in that one either. And, but yeah. that was a, the, the difference was that we, we did, a, I mean, they did a terrific job on offense. I think TG yeah. ended up with like 250 rushing. Robert Tatham was lined it up. And so, yeah, it was a good day offensively. They did enough. We got, I mean, we got enough stops to, to win. It wasn't like they did it all on their own. We did, we did some yeah. things, but I know personally, I did not have a good day. That was probably, I always that think about that game because everybody loves it. And I'm just like, personally, I had a, Terrible day. <laughs> Awful day. Tough day. day at the office. Yeah, because yeah, that was a uh, coach Sark. He was the coach of that Washington. I think team, so. Right? I think he yeah. was there at that point. Either That's he was crazy. there with him, or either Peterson was there. I think Sark was there, but I'm yeah. pretty sure you're right. I think it was Sark at that point. Heck yeah! All right. Well, I only got one more for you. I won't talk your ear off anymore. I probably could, so you can always come back on. Dude, I got a bunch I'm, of Waco I'm food takes, bro. Anytime you want to talk about Waco food, I'm your guy. <laughs> uh but um, so you mentioned a few times you're coaching now. I'm kind of interested because I know you played in the league a little bit and you got into coaching. I'm just kind of interested in how you got where you are, you know, what you learned along the way, maybe some some highlights along the way. So getting into coaching is kind of a funny story because the guy, one of the guys that I worked with was, where, was there when I first got into coaching. So um, so I, at that point, I think it was 2015, I was playing arena football out in Jacksonville. And um, and so I had kind of made that decision. I was like, man, you know what? It's probably time to start looking at getting to that next step because I wanted to get into I wanted to get into coaching. And so honestly, I was basically on Football Scoop, the website, 
all day answering and uh, any applications like, hey, we got this open. We got this open. Anything D-line wise, I opened. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, re- I'll respond to it. So mm-hmm. uh got an opportunity to um, to go coach at South Dakota Mines, which was a D2 school out in Rapid City. And so, yeah. like, they were just going Mitchell. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, it's like, it's, uh, but it was just, There's, it was wild. And so, yeah. just like, getting there was the funny part. And so, like, in the middle of the year of the football season, when I was still playing arena, we I, I interviewed, I think we were playing, like, of Cleveland, the Cleveland arena team at that point. The day before, I'm on an interview with the head coach in the D.C. And so, they're like, man, so whenever your season gets done, just, you go ahead and start heading up to Rapid. I'm like, awesome, man. Like, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs right now. We're kind of sitting a couple games out. Well, literally, I get off the phone with them. We go on a run. We, I think we win, like, the next five. Yeah. And so we're in, like, shooting distance of making the playoffs. So then they call me again. They're like, hey, what do you guys think? You think you're going to make the playoffs? I'm like, I don't know. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of close because arena football plays between March and all the way almost to, I think, the end of August if you make the championship game. Oh, wow. Well, we ended up making the playoffs. So every week I'm calling them like, hey, <laughs> just letting you guys know we won. And yeah, uh, I, I can't stop winning. Sorry. Yeah, like, my bad. When I get there. <laughs> We're doing real well. That's my fault. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, but uh, so each week I'm calling them and letting them know like, hey, I'm probably not going to be here for this week of of fall camp. I'll, I'll let you guys know how we do this Saturday. We win, we win our first two conf- uh, our first two playoff games. And so I'm like calling them. I'm talking to the head coach and he's like, man, you guys – all of a sudden, I guess we're your good luck charm because all of a sudden you guys start winning. We, we we got you the job. I'm like, yeah. Well, and so we had the championship game. This was literally the championship game was six days before our first game. Mm-hmm. And so we had the championship. No, it was seven days. We had it on Saturday. Dang, that sounds like a busy life, bro. It sounds dude, like you were grinding. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. So we play the championship game. We end up losing. Fly back. The championship game was in San Jose. We fly back to Jacksonville. That Sunday. So I get in there Monday, clean out my place, turn in my keys. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm not coming back. Like, all right, good. So I get in my car on, I think, Tuesday. I'm driving a, 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 a Nissan Altima. I'm going from Jacksonville to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I, I, that's my first stop. I go eight hours. I go next day. I go from Murfreesboro to Kansas City. That's Wednesday. Thursday, I'd pull into Rapid City. Literally, they're like finishing up a walkthrough and I'm hanging. I'm like, all right, guys, uh, I guess I'll, I'll miss this first game. I just got into town. They're like, nah, dude, you're, you're getting on the bus with us. You're coming down here with them. Like, day. I haven't done one practice. I don't know anybody's name besides the yeah. head coach in DC. <laughs> and so that, uh, that Friday, we get on a bus and we go from Rapid City down to, to their first game is against Colorado School of Mines, who, if yeah. you see now, that's the same team that was just as yeah. good. Back then, in fifteen, they are now. They're, they went to the national championship last year. They had the the um, the Harlan Hill winner, which was based on the D two um, Heisman, and uh, he was actually from Tomball, which was crazy. Um, but so we go sit, we drive down there six hours, and so I had to stay with this guy that didn't know me from Adam. Um, <laughs> his name is Justin Udy. He's the wide receiver coach here now at, at Montana State. Go. So I stayed with That's him, cool. and he's like, "I was like, what's up, man? Uh, I think I've stayed with you." He's like. Oh, all right. I guess so. Let's do it. And so right, we, come like, on. We, we stay in the same room together and then go out there the next day. Don't know what's going on. We get a, it was a shellacking. I think they won. They ended up putting up like a record of number of t- passing. Dang. Like, like eight. 
And so, but that was maybe my they first need job. you there a little more, bro. Maybe they just need you there like one more practice. You no, probably, yeah, you probably honestly, <laughs> maybe, maybe would have been a little bit closer. Maybe we would have lost yeah. like thirty five, but we ended up Man. having a decent season that year. Um, like I think we went seven and no, we went six and five, which was like the first winning season. That was the third winning season in thirty years there. So it was a it was a huge deal. Then I yeah. ended up running into Bennett, uh, Coach Bennett, at the co- mm. coaching convention. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, we got a GA spot open. Come on. And so went down there f- for the year. Everything happens down there. Mm. Um, and then end up leaving and going back to South Dakota um, and, and went out there and coached another year. And then I went down to uh, Navarro. I was down there for two years. We ended up winning a conference championship, which was good. But Coach go. Juco Ball, that was a that was quite an experience, <laughs> honestly. Um, it's its have own you seen world, Last right? Chance You? Yes, I've there seen that is, exact season, bro. <laughs> so there is some truth, and then there's some fiction. But mo- yeah. I, I would say more often than not, is true. Now the way that some of those coaches handle things, eh. and so, oh. but like, I mean, it's 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 a grind in Juco Ball, and so that's why I, like I'm always. A salute to those JUCO players, man, because they gotta, they really, they really gotta get it out the mud out there, and so yeah, man, you um, gotta earn it. It's crazy, man. Oh, you no. gotta and just so, do it. You gotta do the work. Yeah, so I meet my 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 wife at that point, and when I'm mm-hmm. in Corsicana, and we end up um, having a child, and I'm like, man, I need to, you know, I need to start looking at, you know, settling down. I've been moving around a lot, and so this is right when COVID hit. Literally, when COVID hit, um, that March of 2020, I want to say. And mm-hmm. um, so, like, I'm like, you know what? Let's go back to Houston. So, end up getting a high school job down there on the north side of Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, not north side of Cleveland, north side of Houston, but it's Cleveland High School, which is like yeah. way up there on the north side. It's small, it's a small town, mm-hmm. but they're playing like five A ball, which was crazy. Crazy, um, yeah. Because we only had. And there's like, some good teams over there. <laughs> oh, tr- trust me, I, I found out very early. Yeah. Uh, very quickly, because like my first year there. There was a team in our district that was actually – we weren't a very good team. Like, when I first got there, they were on a 24 or 25-game losing streak. They hadn't won a game Dang. in three years. And so we ended up winning uh, two games that year. But one of the teams we beat that was in our district, like, they got handled, manhandled by Mag West, 96 to nothing. And so I was like – I was like, this district that is That game tough. is so cold, man. Those coaches – that's a whole other conversation we'll have oh, to talk about some stuff. Oh, my. But, and that's uh, why I, I don't know what happened in that game, but, yeah, there was some uh, backlash on that one. Um, but, yeah, so it was um, – the Cleveland was interesting. Coaching, coaching and teaching in high school was interesting in general because – I bet, man. And I was doing uh, – I was a world history teacher, so – but it was it was quite an, uh, quite an experience. And, like, I, I tell – the kids here now, I'm like, dude, I, that's one thing I will always, that experience I'll always take with me because it's just, oh, yeah. Just it's the Lord's work, bro. It really oh, is. It's patience. I'll tell you what, especially when you have kids that, I mean, that have never played football. A lot of those guys yeah. didn't play football until they got to high school. And so going from coaching college to coaching some kids like that, it's like, all right, you got to really sit there and yeah. make it simple and make it into, you know, small chunks for them. And so I was there for two years and then I went to the coaching convention in San Antonio. Uh, January of 22, and that's when I ran into uh, Justin Udy again. And he was like, man, what's up, man? Where have you been? And actually, no, before that, they Mon- he was at Montana State in 2020, so they ended up making the playoffs in 2022, um, no, 2021, and they had to go travel to Sam Houston. They were in Huntsville. And so I was like, man, I'll come down there. I'll come check you guys out. I'll go grab- buy a ticket and come see you. He was like, cool. So me and another one of my buddies who's from Montana as well, um, we worked together at, at Navarro, 
he rides with me and we go out there to Huntsville to watch the game. And I'm thinking, you know, it's probably not going to be a big crowd out there. We'll be able to sit wherever. Dude, the Montana State faithful are some of the most passionate fans that I've ever met. Really? They outnumbered. They outnumbered Sam Houston at their game at their house. I, and I've been to a few games there. That stadium's not tiny. I mean, no, like people will show all. up. And it, and it was and it was a cold night. And I get like yeah. I'm pretty sure, but it was like I would say it was probably fifty five forty five. It was close, but they still outnumbered. They they were way louder. And so mm. we're sitting in the stands. That's what's funny is that if when I got here, I, I'll tell you the story. But we were watching the game, and they they it was a complete shellacking. I think they were up twenty one to zero before anything and they just they yeah. took it to Sam Houston that day. And so fast forward to January, I run into him again at convention. He's like, dude, what are you trying to do? Are you looking to get back into college? I'm like, I gotta talk to the the wife and the kids. Um but I'm 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 open to it. And but I just gotta yeah. see if it's the right, you know, opportunity. Well literally about two weeks later he gives me a call, like, hey, we got this D tackle job opening up. Dang. I want you to apply for it. And I was like, all right, cool. Apply for it. Um talk to the head coach in the DC and interview for the job in front of the whole D staff, um, end up getting it in like, uh, this was like the end of January. And then I had to leave on Valentine's day. So I made sure to leave my wife some flowers before. Right. That. <laughs> I was like, sorry, babe. And you like, don't want to mess that up. She's been a, but she's been a, she's been my rock. She's been a huge yeah. supporter. Um, they're moving up here at the end of this month. Um, oh, that's so I've awesome. been up here Congrats. for a year by myself. It's been rough. Yeah. Cause I just basically got to FaceTime her and the kids, but, yeah. Um, I'm moving too, bro. I'm moving next week. I'm going up to Chicago from Austin. I'm getting it. We're getting the the mover show tomorrow, bro. We're dude, getting out of here. Dude, that's yeah, awesome. Man. That's, Chicago, so I've, heard, I've heard a lot of good things about Chicago. One of my best friends things. in the world lives up there. So we're about to get the gang back together. That's and, awesome. And have that's, a good time, that's, man. That's that's pretty cool. Because honestly, like, and that's that's probably just me being a big boy. It's like the food, amazing. Up <laughs> man, there. the food is crazy. So, it's like, so good. It's a it is a good sports town. You're gonna get to see a good like a lot of good stuff. You get to see the yep. Big Ten's uh, uh, Chicago's Big Ten team out there, Northwestern. Yeah, I mean, I may have to run up on that Northwestern campus, man. I'm so excited. I've, I've been playing it for say, a few my years. So really nice. From what yeah, I've seen, it's it, gonna so. be a good time though. Well, thanks for tapping in tonight, man. Nick Jean Baptiste. Baylor legend tapping in in the mix in the Between Two Bears studios. Um, what else you got for us? Any, where can we catch up with you? Where can we find you? If I'm a, if I'm a former teammate of yours, what, how can I catch up with you if well, I want I'm, to? I'm pretty much, I mean, I'm old school, so <laughs> I'm an old dude. So Facebook, I'm on there still. Um, All right. And, but um, I'm on Twitter. I got a coach at Twitter, mm-hmm. Coach Bap. Uh, so mm-hmm. Coach and then BAP, I'm on there. That's what I usually – and that's what's funny is like – I see all the I, – I, being into coaching now, college coaching, I go back to mm. – they had me recruit Houston. I see all my right. old teammates because a lot of them were coaching down there. Oh, in, okay, in cool. There. So, like, Baylor guys like Tracy Robertson, Stacey Williams, um, James Bernard. Um, yeah, that? man. They're all in the Well, if any there. of them – if any of them ever want to come on here and talk about who is best at 2K or NCAA, <laughs> man, I got a seat for them. I got they want you. To come I got you. I'll let them know. I'm pretty sure. I know either Tracy or Amo will come on here and talk and talk. Yes, to man. We no, got a warm seat for them. Honestly, this was this was great. I appreciate you letting me come on and talk, man. I know I've seen there. Yes, bro. Come, come tap in. Come tap in. We'll we'll yeah, have you on. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know. Another, maybe I can get on here with Matt one time. Yes, I would love to hear you and Matt chop it up. Mm-hmm.